when I'm on, they gonna have questions for me. What them bad hoes like? Can you bless me, homie? We're back. Back to even. It is Friday, June 9th, 2023. And I hope everyone is having as good of a week as they possibly can. Maybe you had a rough week, long week, a dick duck dong week. Who knows? Uh, maybe you've had a great week and you're riding high. Either way, we're going to get you sailing into those weekend vibes and get you back to even. Now, occasionally, one of us will have some shit pop up during the week and we have to kind of break our routine. It might throw us for a loop. Maybe we're going to podcast without pants on. Who knows? And sometimes we got to record a little earlier than usual. Being the worrywart that I am, I generally start to panic a little bit and think, holy shit, what the fuck are we going to talk about? <clears throat> and I try to give my brain a little bit of a break early in the week and don't really dive into content until midweek or so. So when I get a text like that from my co-pilot, it causes me a little bit of an anxiety, but uh, we start texting shit back and forth, prepping, realizing we've got probably 300 topics we're about to talk about, and I start to feel pretty good about what we've got coming for y'all. We get a good night's rest, we wake up, and Tuesday morning hits us in the face with a gift from the golf gods that might just be the ultimate content bomb. Man, I am fired the fuck up for today's show. Of course, we got plenty of other dumb nonsense and stupidity for y'all to ingest as well. As always, my name is Jeff. And I am joined by my co-pilot. Hey, Ben. Hey, Ben. 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 Hey, Ben. Oh, Ben. 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 Benito Santiago. How you doing, brother? What up, Jeffrey? Uh, I'm living. Uh, I will also take full credit. You have never moved this podcast. One time, I guess, when you went to Disney World or Land or whatever the hell you guys did. Um, but that was it. It's on me, always. Um, just a glimpse into my life. I am living in organized chaos right now. I function well in it, but it also, I am... I am time anxious more than anything. I love to be early for shit. Mm -hmm. I'm always like, am I going to have enough time to do all of this? Um, I truly feel like there's not enough hours in a day. So I apologize. I'm also the one without pants on. So uh, that's that's me. Um, We had a little practice tonight. It's Wednesday as we're recording. Usually record on Thursday. But on Thursday, we start our string of seven on seven uh, camps and competitions. So... It's going to be a long weekend uh, into next week. We got uh, five or six nights over the next eight. So uh, it's going to be a lot. But, yep, I literally ran home. Shout out, Ton. I said, please make two peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and put them in the fridge. And I literally scarfed those down as fast as I could in a glass of milk and took my pants off, put some deodorant on, changed shirts, and here I am. So welcome into my life. That, so, you know, little peek behind the curtain. You don't need pants to podcast. You know, you don't. And it always brings me back to like COVID time where like people like news anchors were at home. They weren't wearing pants. Hell no. Hell no. You know, how many times you've been on a Zoom call for work? You ain't wearing pants. Yeah, I've, you showed me you got shorts on it and like a nice button up or something. The top up, you look great. A hundred percent. You rolled out of bed. Yeah. From waist down. Listen, I try to do just as much as I as is necessary when you have to do shit that you don't want to do right like I'm gonna meet my responsibilities as whatever person I'm pretending to be that day but if I don't have to put pants on I'm not fucking putting pants on 
I did love on your pod, which you got to text all the guys because that was really fun. Um, and I, yeah, just enjoy it. Um, but you guys got to the part where you guys started talking about pants. A lot of old man talk in that episode, but it was great. Um, we're all there. We all get there. You never think you will, but yeah. you guys were literally talking about how you don't like to wear jeans anymore. And yep. so, yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah. Well, and we talked about Costco, what to buy. That from was Costco. great. Is there a Costco in Mankato now or what? There must be. Yeah. I was super convinced. I mean, I was like, uh, yeah, I was just don't know where I else mean, there yeah, would be to, one. Yeah. <laughs> Must be. So if you're near, I mean, yeah, y'all is there Costco in Mankato. Somebody text us and let us know. Got it. Brian and TC, who clearly doesn't listen to this pod. <laughs> <laughs> he, so he started the next day. He texted me. He's like, hey, I got a two-hour drive. Which one should I start with? And I just, I just sent him the most recent one. I was like, have fun. <laughs> yeah. So oh, he, what a guy. he's in now. Uh, but okay. he. Welcome. In it, the greatest moment in my podcasting journey happened on that where he fell asleep yeah no it was great at the end yeah you guys are literally like brandon's gonna go to sleep and then he did he 100 percent did i'm gonna text you a picture of it uh just so you can see how absurd it was but yeah it was fun it was fun and you do not need to wear pants to podcast you don't need to wear pants on work calls um no. and you'll reach a stage in your life where certain types of pants are no longer Right. acceptable in your daily you know in your daily journey so right yeah but yeah seven on sevens balls going like yeah i was talking to the wife i was like man he's like the busiest human i know and that just blows me away because i feel like when i was your age i was trying to i was just chasing different shit and trying to like climb up the career i was in and yeah I, I was focused on nothing else. You know what I yeah. mean? And it feels like you're focused on like nine things. No, it does for sure. Um, sometimes I wish I was prescribed Ritalin so I could focus a little more on one thing at a time, but that's not how my brain works and that's not how I'm successful. So uh, yeah, shout out the day-to-day -day job, shout out both pods, shout out football. Um, it's a lot, but it's cool, dude. I'm extremely happy. It keeps me content. It also keeps you a little... You know, like, uh, uh, what's the word I want to use here? Like, uh, precise and like, make sure like you have to do like the exact things. Right. And sure. I think we've talked about before, like living on a calendar and like, I just was opening up my phone and I got 22 unread messages and I'm sorry if you've texted me over the last two days, but there's stuff to early last week where I literally, I'm not ignoring people. I just. I know it sounds stupid. Like I haven't had time to text back because like, that's a conversation, you know, like I don't want to absolutely pass it off. So no, dude, it's cool. So seven ons, I ultimately think is stupid as shit, but I understand why we do them and why they're important. But I think their reason I think they're dumb is like, they're pretty hyped up. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're not going to win a state championship cause you're good at seven on seven. So, uh, Everybody needs to relax. So I preach that to my guys like, Hey, we're going to learn. We're going to get better. We're going to compete. Yeah. And that's it. Don't worry about anything. We're going to make mistakes. So Okay. Okay. Is it just the reps and running the routes and getting the timing down? Is that the advantage of it? Help yeah, the, I mean, help a little bit of, for us, it's more stuff installing my offense. So, um, sure. yeah, it's just to see where guys are at. And it'll separate guys quick. Like, we had a practice night just dedicated to sevens. And 
we had some guys that we thought we could rely on that weren't really sure where to line up and stuff. And so he just starts to separate people and that's fine. That's cool. And they got all summer to get better, but it's just a different beast. I got to reach out to Nick too. That's cool for him being at YZ now. Um, mm-hmm. It's uh yeah, dude. I mean, that's a six, a in Minnesota. I'm a five, a in Arizona. It's the exact same thing. And uh, it's insane. It's truly insane. Like I know Brandon was like, Holy shit. 11 practices. Yeah. We got like 40 practices throughout the summer here. So yeah, it's like college football. So yeah, I think that's, that's probably the craziest thing to me. And I know you've said it as well, just this evolution mm-hmm. and it's, it's year round. It's yeah. year round for 16 year olds. That's the thing. Like when I get stressed or like I have a bad practice, I always have to remember like they're 15 to 17 year olds. Mm-hmm. Like I try to always keep that in the forefront of my brain because yeah. it's a lot on them too. For sure. And they, they're not necessarily asking for it, but if they don't do it, they're also behind. Like on, well, last night when we were recording this Tuesday night, we held a prospect camp at our campus for Western New Mexico University. It's a D2 school. And they came out and we had like 85 kids from all over the valley and they just come out. It's like, you know, run them through drills. And I don't know, man, it's just so different. There's no prospect yeah. camps bouncing around to different high schools back home. You yeah. know, like the showcases that we did, it's just, it's a different world. It's fun. It's exciting, but yeah, dude, just different. That's all I can say. So for sure. excited for it. Love it. Absolutely. Absolutely. But yeah. We do have some content bombs. I know we were talking earlier in this week. And I sent you like a rundown. I was like, I got all these things to talk about. Throw all of that out the window because there's like five big things that have happened. One big thing <laughs> that we'll probably talk about forever. But there's <laughs> some things that have happened in the last 24 hours that are fucking mind blowing. Yeah. So let's just start there. What so. a what a fucking wild 48 hours. That's all I can say. Right. Uh, it. Who sent the text? Dalt did. So that was so funny because so I got the ESPN alert. I was, I was heading to our our corporate office downtown Phoenix, and I just got off the fifty one, and I was turning on McDowell, and I got the ESPN alert, and it said that all I saw was PGA mer- or absorbs or merges with the DP World Tour, yeah. and I was like okay, what a shot in the face, you know, to like live, like they're literally going to make the DP like another branch of the corn Ferry or something like whatever. And then I saw adults text. And then I, that's when I read live and I was like, what the fuck? And then I flipped it. Then we started texting and you're like, what is going on? Cause no one knew. No. And I, so I listen to PGA radio a lot. So it's in my presets. I flipped over there. That was the best because that's how they found out too. They all got the ESPN alerts and they're like, they literally were like, we have to go to commercial because we have to call some people because we don't know what's going on for sure. Yeah. It was insane. Yeah. I, I think we're, we're going to, there's a million ways to look at this. I think that's one of the most shocking things is that given the, the stature that that whole conversation took last year. Yeah. And how it was, the focus for every tournament, every player, at every major, you know, who's won, now are they going, what are the, right. you know, all the dollar amounts being thrown out. Nothing was kept under fucking wraps last year. 
the fact that right. this, whatever this was, whatever the timeline of that was, and we're not reporters by any stretch of the imagination, so we're not trying to find that out, but the fact that whatever occurred behind those closed doors never got out to anyone right? in today's day and age blows my fucking mind. And I think, so I was listening to PGA radio later in the day and they had a guy on and he's like, a he's a reporter. He just covers PGA stuff, but in his day-to-day life, he does like, like basically like bank act, like uh, mergers. Like that's what he works in. And he talked about like just that, that side of the world. And he's like, listen, it's not surprising to him that nobody else knew because when you're doing that, you don't want anybody else to know. So you're like, these are the five people we're telling, and that's it. And if it gets out and it leaks from anybody, it deals off the table. And so that's the craziest thing. We're going to go down this rabbit hole, and if you're still following along and you're like, what the fuck are they talking about? Tuesday morning, there was an alert sent out to the world Uh that the PGA, the DP World Tour, and the Live Golf Tour merged into one what that is we still don't know Mm. what that looks like we still don't know why it's such a big deal because if you don't follow golf and you listen to this podcast you probably i don't know you're probably not listening to this podcast if you don't follow golf but 100 (laughs) percent uh basically a lot some of the top guys in golf that were a little older they jumped ship to a saudi owned tour called live and they got paid a shit ton and then all these other guys stayed with the PGA and there was all this pride in the PGA and now it's just gone. So I'm excited to fall down this, this absolute rabbit hole. First thing I will say, how good were the tweets yesterday? It's a great day to be on Twitter. Holy shit. Where is it not? It's a great day to, if you could find some time to just go through Twitter and find all the memes, all the gifts, all the, mashups of like the office negotiations when Michael Scott is trying to sell the Michael Scott paper company back to Dunder Mifflin, right? Yeah. They were everywhere. And you know, live golfers dunking on everyone in the PGA. I mean, they all just, they, they had the best day of their life that day. Did you see Brooks's tweet? I didn't see Brooks's. No. What did he tweet? Welfare check on Shambly. (laughs) Oh, shit. That's all he tweeted, and that's the only thing he's tweeted since. Yeah. So, you know, Brandel has been a staunch supporter of the PGA Tour and has, has gotten on his pedestal and, you know, just absolutely lambasted live and everybody who went for taking the money and for where the money comes from. And look, like I, I think that there are, there's a lot of layers to this and I think you can separate whether or not someone should have done that versus whether or not it's going to be good for the game and like where the money comes from. I, I, I kind of do think that those are two, two separate conversations. Um, but yeah, he, he, he when I saw like the clips of him on TV, he looked like he got ran over by a truck. Dude. You feel bad for the guy. You do. 
and you don't. And here, here is the number one lesson learned. Okay. If anybody ever offers you more money than you've ever thought of to do anything, take the fucking money mm-hmm. because it, it and nobody, nobody knows what's going to happen. Right. But like, then they're posting all the guys that didn't take money. Tiger Woods was offered almost a billion dollars and yeah. he could probably flourish on the live because it's only three days and it's, you know, once every couple weeks, probably let him ride a car. Right. He, all those things. Right. Rory, $400 million. Mm-hmm. Nope. Didn't take it. Stayed. Romer, I don't know, whatever. But I, I understood a lot of their – the best one is Will Zalatoris. I'm sure you've seen interviews of him where he's like, dude, we're well compensated, which Will is correct. He's like, mm-hmm. I made $15 million last year. Let's not act like I'm going broke as a top 40 golfer in the world, whatever it was, right? Yeah. And so, yeah, dude, it. I am just – I'm still just mind blown, I guess, that it all happened. Uh the live guys, yes, they essentially they got away with the guys that left. They got away with legal bank robbery. Yeah. So, I mean, let's get into that, right? Like, I the the money, the money thing, right? I, yeah. Because I agree with you, right? I, I I agree with what you're saying, and this is, you know, just another example in the history of our world, right? Not not just sports, but the money wins. Yep. It always wins. Yep. It's how you feel about that is another, you know, that that can be part of the conversation. You, you might think that that sucks. Yep. And I totally understand that it does suck because not all of us are in that position to always win. Correct. There are some people in this world that will never lose. Yeah. However you want to look at it because they have more money then they know what to do with, right? The, you know, the, yes. the Saudi royal family, you know, and, and I get there's there's a lot of them, but I think their estimated net worth is like $1.4 trillion. Yeah, and there's reports where, like, they don't really even know. Right. That's it, how much they know they have. That's why I'm saying estimated. Like, they're not right. 100% sure. They have so much money they can't quantify it. Like, right? what's after trillion? Quadrillion? Yes. There's literally there's realistic possibilities that some of there there might be into the quad trillions, like because you don't know. That's, that's that's probably a stretch, but I mean, like it's crazy. literally more money than God. Like when Correct. people say that, Correct. thousand. That's what that is. Correct, hundred percent. And so again, like you take the money and you can you can make the argument like where it came from, but the 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 fact of the matter is every organization that has investment right whatever you want to call it publicly traded companies our governments uh politicians other sports leagues they have all taken money from them yeah from that organization they are even though yes pre 9-11, you know, there are reports, and I can't say if it's true or not because I'm not a reporter. I haven't dug into it, that they helped fund terrorism. I get that. Um, But they are also an ally. Like when we went to war with Iraq, uh, 
both times, not just once, but both times, that's where all the troops go. Right. To like, to get ready to go into Iraq. That's where we stage is in Saudi Arabia. Right. So, you know, it's the, the, the water is very murky and no one's living in a pristine, you know, glass castle where they can't speak ill of the situation. Cause we've all, they've all got blood on their hands. They've all taken the money percent. in some form or fashion. And yeah, so you're right. Like take the fucking money because yeah. it, what I hated about it all. And, and, and this is where I think it's two different conversations is because I don't agree with it. Right. Like I, I don't agree with where the money is coming from, neither here nor there. You still got to take it, but I don't agree with the fucking hypocrisy that had, that almost all of them, spit out when taking right just acknowledge it like quit trying to cover for it and they're you know you're putting an impossible situation like be like dj on full swing and say yeah i took the fucking money right okay you don't feel bad sure nope i guess not all right yeah and i think i mean i kind of get old of the the oh saudi money this that or the other here's the deal the United States is a world power, right? And I love America as much or more than the next guy. I truly do. But let's not pretend like our government's made money lily white either, right? Like no. they've funded they've funded terrorism before too. Like that stuff's out there. Like shit happens. So I th- I just hate that whole argument of it all. Here's the thing that everybody has to be ready for. Ten years, the Saudis are going to own everything. Hundred percent. I mean, the yes. What what this what it where this is going? Right, this is their first foothold into American sports, right? And and they don't just own a piece of it; they now own golf, correct, in its entirety. <laughs> not not like we're a franchise owner. It, this Correct. is the equivalent of them buying the NFL. Right. That's nuts. Exactly. No, it is. So here, here is, here's where I'll start this conversation because it's something I've thought a little bit on the last couple of days. Mm-hmm. Nobody in this new organization is under contract except for the live guys. Mm-hmm. Because PGA players are essentially contractors. Yeah, they're 1099. Yep, they come in, right? So, if y'all don't like it, fucking leave. And you can't tell me that they couldn't start their own golf thing like Liv did. And they, if everybody left, everybody would follow. They, they all have their hands on courses, right? Who People would come. People mm-hmm. would follow. So that's the big thing that the PGA guys have going for them is they're the only ones not under contract. They don't have to stay there. Sure. Now, granted, there's nothing for them to go to right now. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that there won't be. Yep. The Saudis aren't the only people with money. Right. They own golf. This could still go terribly wrong for them. But just like the Michael Scott paper company scene, you 
I'll, you, I'll start another business tomorrow and I'll mm-hmm. start another one and another one because they have unlimited money. For sure. 100%. So, yeah. And, you know, it, to the, you know, to Phil, right? It, he's one of those where, man, he really, he went through the ringer and I don't like Phil Mickelson. I, I've never really enjoyed his shtick. Um, he came out and and we talked about it the first time we talked about this on this podcast, like how they were trying to change golf, right? right? And this was their attempt to do it. And I totally understand where he's coming from. They essentially kind of like found another backer. They got together. They they they've tried to like do something else. The flip side of that is this is an opportunity for those players who are not under contract. And I said the cause of all that was because they never stood together. All of right. them always were looking out for just themselves. It's what they've all, because they're independent contractors. They're not part of a team. They're not part of an organization. And that's why right. the NFL, MLB, NHL, NBA are all, the players have a lot of power because they organized. Right. If these golfers like got together and said, no, we are not going to play on the PGA Tour until these demands are met. They could. They 100% could. They have way more power than they realize they do. Will they? Probably fucking not. Probably not. It's the only professional sports league without a players union. Mm -hmm. They need to start one. Mm -hmm. Yesterday. Yeah. (laughs) That's why they're in the predicament they're in now. Yes. 100%. Because they never got together and said, like, look, what's what's good for the goose is good for the gander, right? It was all, hey, thank God Tiger came along. Now we're all catching a bag. Instead of, hey, let's get together and let's use right. the power that we have now and, like, this, this draw to try and, like, get some of these guaranteed paychecks, health care, travel expenses, all the stuff that, you know, they were bitching about and why – they, they were so excited to go to live because they were going to take care of that stuff for them. You know, you've got an opportunity. Will they seize it? I I doubt it because I think part of, like, all of this is all those people you were mentioning earlier, they're going to get a bag out of this. Yeah. If I had to guess in some form or fashion. I don't know how big it's going to be. It's probably not going to be as big as the live guys got, but they're going to get something. Yeah, I'm sure, like, the pip will only be able to go to them for the next 10 years or something. Like anybody that went to live could never get any pit money. Maybe pit money's away. I don't know. It's it's going to be nuts. That's the crazy thing. We can sit here and we will. We've already talked for thirty minutes on it. Uh, nobody knows, dude. Like, still, there's been no talks of like what this actually means, except for basically the Saudis own the PGA. They own golf, like mm-hmm. you said. So, yeah, I don't know, dude. It's going to be insane. Yeah. And I, I mean, you know, the, the issues with the money, right, and and your acceptance of it or not of where it comes from, right? I, yep. a, another point on that, right? Like, we all have, like, we've seen it this year, backlash and how it can affect something and how it can affect yeah. so, uh, a, a a business, a brand, whatever, right? You got a problem, boycott it. You know, Bud Light sales are falling through the roof. Have I done, you know, 
will I do that? Will I not shop at Target anymore or whatever the fuck, right? Like it can be effective if you've got a problem with it. The issue is how strong is your backbone versus how much money is out there. And are you willing to sit out the billions of fucking dollars? I, you know, I doubt it. I doubt it. You know, they're going to, we're all just going to accept it and move along and continue to watch golf. Yeah, I mean, a couple things for me are never going to change. I'm not going to stop gambling on golf. Nope. Uh, the second weekend in February, I'm going to be a block away at the Waste Management Open, as long as that's a thing, which will be forever. Um, yeah, dude, I'm still going to watch the majors. We're going to still talk about golf every podcast throughout the summer on this thing. I mean, yeah, I you're right. That's the only way to change it. I honestly could care less, I guess, like, I mean, about, you know, what they do. I've always been, you know, like the NFL is always big. When they used to have the rookie symposium, they would always say, hey, the NFL doesn't need you, right? Like there's going to be another, somebody else is going to take your spot. We don't need you. It doesn't matter who you are. You know, the NFL is here before you. The NFL will be here after you. Same with the game of golf, right? I don't need to watch Rory choke on a fucking major anymore. If he doesn't want to play anymore, that's fine. Give me all the Michael blocks racing for 15. Yeah. Every four. You know what I mean? Like there's plenty of guys that can pull a weekend out of their ass to make it super fun and exciting for sure. And the cycle changes constantly. I mean, how long are guys on top? Obviously take tiger out of the run but everybody else is on top for a couple years and then it's somebody else, right? Remember when Jordan Spieth was 22 and looking like he was never going to lose a golf match again. Yeah. He was just on fire. Now he's just a guy. Yeah. He's just top 25 in the world and just floats around. Sometimes he's in the top five. Sometimes he doesn't make the cut. Like he's nothing special anymore. Correct. That's what I love about the game of golf. The cycle is fast. It's not the same guys forever. Enjoy them while they're here because they'll be gone. Yeah. Why? Sports, right? Right. That's the beauty of sports. Yes. It provides an ever-changing narrative and new storylines every season, every week, in any league. You're going to have the amount of stories of, you know, the Kurt Warners who was bagging groceries to Michael Block. I mean, you name it. There's The landscape is littered with them. So if that's the type of shit you love – just wait a week or a month, right? You're going to get another one. And you'll continue to stay invested in that sport or league, whatever it might be. So, yeah. Yes. I, I don't think they'll, again, I just, I don't see that happening at all, right? It, especially no. the comments that have come out since, you know, they're they're all shocked. They're excited to see what happens. They all think it's going to be good for the game of golf. Why? Because... Because of the fucking money, man. <laughs> right. That's why it's going to be good for the game of golf. Because they're all going right. to fucking get paid more. Right. I mean, it's so. good. I guess it's good that the the arguments are over now. Whatever they were. I think it's probably just getting started. Here's what I can't wait for. Full swing. That was the best tweet yesterday. The producer saying, yep, the cameras were rolling when the news broke, and I can't wait to see who they were with. But there's only a couple guys 
up at the RBC Canada this week that would be considered top guys, and one of them happens to be Captain PGA Rory. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to assume they were chilling with Rory, and I can't fucking wait. Yeah, yeah. And have you heard or have you kind of like broken down how there's a lot of people who think he was in the know of late? And he admitted that he knew, like, negotiations were going on, like, last week. I didn't see that. I didn't know that. Yeah. Like, his whole, um, his tenor about it had changed dramatically this year. I think, yeah, I mean, I don't know, dude. It's just so crazy. One, the live guys have showed up at the at the majors, right? I like, mean, Yeah. So it's it would have been one thing, I think, maybe if the majors would have rolled around and all the live guys would have fallen off. Mm-hmm. But every time there's three in the top ten and somebody's going for a win, Brooks, right? Like, he's Mr. Major. That's what he does. He, he said that forever, and we talked about it after the PGA Championship. Like, that's all he's ever cared about. He doesn't yep. give a shit. Right? right, like if you only had to play one game, what game do you want to play? Week five, or do you want to play the Super Bowl? I yeah. want to play the Super Bowl. Yeah, right. That's Brooks's mentality. Hundred percent. Um, so yeah, I think that that's probably helped change. You touched on Phil there too. That guy's had the best run of a year ever. Mm-hmm. He won the PGA right at fifty. Then live happens. I guess two years. Then live happens. He goes away. He gets exiled. Gets his couple hundred million dollars, uh, and then he almost wins the fucking Masters. Like, out of nowhere, he yeah. comes up and finishes third, right? Sure. And now this, and here he is. Yeah. What's Greg Norman up to, you think? Do you th- I mean, that guy. I think he and his big dick are walking around just swinging that thing all over fucking back, man. Like, Going to have to get some shark wear out here. Yeah. Without a doubt, he's probably going to sell more of his clothes to Costco. Yeah, there's a lot of Greg Norman stuff at Costco. <laughs> that is true. I do see it a lot there. Hundred percent, man. Um, I mean, I kind of want to break down like why you think it happened, aside from the money, right? And the in or try to and like try to understand like the weirdness of it because. From from the now, like where we're at currently, it, it felt like Liv was failing. It was. That's why. Right? And, you know, getting bumped off TV, nobody's fucking watching it. It's a terrible product. So, like, why did, why, you know, why give up all the power to them? And that's the thing that we don't know yet, right? I, I, I hear, here's... Here's what I think, okay? Yes. And where That's the DP ball. World Tour, where the DP World Tour fucking rolled themselves into this thing out of nowhere, and for what reason, I don't know. But congrats. Um, but I think, honestly, Liv was failing. It wasn't going good. They paid the guys a ton, and the big talk was they all wanted to leave, Okay. The Saudis, they needed something, right? Like, they were trying to buy WWE from Vince McMahon a couple months ago. Like, that was always the talk. 
they, like you said, they wanted a footprint in American sports because franchises are rising, mm-hmm. and at sometimes somebody is only going to have that much money, and they're it's going to be the Saudis. So, anyways, I really think they were failing. They realized they couldn't put a product out there. They didn't really know what they were doing. No matter who they took away, the PGA did it right. So, essentially, they were like, hey, take our guys back, take our product, do with it what you want, let us fund it, let us make money, let us have our footprint in American sports. Mm -hmm. Uh, Jay Monahan, I don't know what's going to happen to him, but... Have you, let me ask you this about Jay. Have you ever seen someone stay on a high horse? No. Never. I've And he got absolutely knocked the fuck off that thing. Right? I, I can't think of a situation where someone's like, you know what? I am going to take the moral high ground on this and I'm, you know, maybe Jesus. That's about it. Right? Everybody else who's ever attempted to claim moral high ground gets knocked on their ass at some point. And again, that just gets back to the hypocrisy for me. Like, what are we doing? You know, I can't stand it. Like, stand for something or don't, man. Like, you can't flip-flop on that. And so, like, I think, like, with respect to that, yeah, they came to him and it's like, they, they, PGA, the PGA Tour fucked up by suing them. Yeah. Royally. Because that, un- it unfortunately, uncovered a lot of shit. And I don't know what antitrust means, Ben. And I'm not going to look it up. Yeah, antitrust laws? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, but these leagues do not want to lose that shit, whatever the fuck it is. And no. clearly, I, I think that there was something going on behind the scenes that would have really, really violated that shit. And they would have been in hot fucking water. And so they're like, this is our only way out. Right. Is to try and figure out a way around this. Yeah. So we got to settle. And apparently it might not be a done deal. Because apparently there is a committee in the PGA, Mm -hmm. five executives and five players. So really all the executives need is one player. But at the same time, all the players need is one executive to stay on that moral high horse. And then it's 6-4 either way, and the deal's gone. Which I don't know what the hell would happen if it would happen. That's just me listening to Sirius XM PGA Radio 92. Shameless plug. Uh, that's... Yeah. I don't know, dude. I Yeah, I don't know what an antitrust law is. I only hear that term in sports ever. You're 100 percent right. I think it has they something don't to trust do with anybody. I think it has something to do with monopolies. And I th- I think you're 100 percent correct. But. Which that's gone in golf now because there's nothing else. Right. Well, they they they're allowed that and the antitrust protections. Right. So they can they can do things that other businesses would not be allowed to do right anyway i will say the craziest thing in all of this business is business and no matter what you think about donald trump i don't care i'm not trying to get in political argument but the fact that when this shit started 
that guy tweeted it or true social did or whatever the fuck his thing's called <laughs> essentially said, this is exactly what's going to happen. And those guys are going to get fucked. And it's exactly what happened. Yep. It's just kind of crazy. Like, you know, like the writing was on the wall, but nobody, I think we were as fans, we we're all like, fine, fuck you. And we were all, I mean, we've said it before on here who left guys that couldn't compete anymore and guys that were old. So go get your bag for sure. That's what it felt like for sure, right? Right. Yeah. Obviously, they've showed up here recently and and proven some different or changed the narrative a little on that. Yeah. 100%. But you're yeah, absolutely right. I and that's what I think is crazy. I think that was kind of batshit. It felt very batshit crazy to read that tweet when it came out or truth social whatever. What do we call that? Message? I don't know what his platform is, but th- whatever he uses to put stuff out, his that's truth-ism. not Facebook, Twitter. Yeah, yeah. his truthism. Um, it felt very far-fetched because there has been the XFL. There has been the USF. Like, there have been other leagues that have tried to start in an attempt to do that, and there hasn't been one of these for like 60 years. Right. An actual merger of these, you know, what was it, the ABA, NBA? Yeah, was the last that's the only one. Well, I guess the NFL, there was the AFL, NFL, you know, but that mm-hmm. was ages ago. So it felt very far fetched that that it was going to happen, and then you add in the discourse that transpired around it, and it's like, man, the fact that it actually came true was crazy. You know what's crazy? Just thinking here in my big old brain about mm-hmm. the Donald Trump thing. You remember the original USFL? Yeah. Whereas like Herschel Walker played in it. Yeah. And, uh, he was part right? of it. Like they were they were drafting the guys out of yes. college and they were paying them more. Jim Kelly, the list goes on a lot. A lot of NFL Hall of Famers played in that league. Yep. You know who ultimately killed that league? Donald Trump. Correct. Because yeah. he said football is played in the fall. And then they tried to compete compete against the NFL. Mm-hmm. Well, they lost, and the league folded. So I guess for anybody to have insight on what's going to happen, it was him, and he was right. Yeah, so. it's very strange. Um, but, yeah, he, he definitely called it. Um, so here's how I think this all went down, right? So all this drama started a little more than two years ago, right? Yeah. And... I think overall, this was how like Jay, Mr. Jay Monahan approached Greg Norman and the, the Saudi-backed Live Golf League. This is the last question. Okay. Who is this? This is Flaming Dragon. Okay, Flaming Dragon. Fuck face. First, take a big step back and literally fuck your own face. Now, I don't know what kind of pan-Pacific bullshit power play you're trying to pull here, but Asia Jack is my territory. So whatever you're thinking, you better think again. Otherwise, I'm going to have to head down there, and I will rain down on a godly fucking firestorm upon you. You're going to have to call the fucking United Nations and get a fucking binding resolution to keep me from fucking destroying you. I am talking scorched earth, motherfucker. I will massacre you. I will fuck you up. Great. Uh, Let me get this down. One hundred million. Oh, wait. I got a better idea. Instead of a hundred million, how about I send you a hobo's dick cheese 
Then you kill him. Do your thing. Skin the fucking bastard. Go to town, man. Go to town. No. In the meantime, and as usual, go fuck yourself. We don't negotiate with terrorists. Meanwhile, like Phil, Brooks, DJ, and the rest were basically... We really should stop this fighting. Otherwise, we'll miss the fireworks. There won't be any fireworks. And here we go. And at some point, as the PGA's money started to pour out of its coffers and as he was rubbing shoulders with so many of his wealthy counterparts and sponsors, who have, of course, already taken dollars from the royal family, there was a conversation that probably went something like this. We've been handed an incredible opportunity here, Peck. The universe is talking to us right now. You just gotta listen. And you shall see a G5 airplane. Yes. And lots of money. Play. Cut to uh, two majors into the year. Multiple players on the first page of leaderboards in those majors. Brooks finishing second in the Masters, then winning the PGA. Look at us. Hey, look at us. Look at us. Huh? Who would have thought? Not me. And the negotiations probably ended something like this. Show me the money. Show you the money. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Show you the money. Show me the money. Show me the money. Show me the money. That's it, brother, but you got to yell that shit. Show me the money. I need to feel you, Jerry. Show me the money. Jerry, you better yell. Show me the money. Show me the money. Congratulations, you're still my agent. Now you got Phil and the shark himself tap dancing on everybody that they can fucking think of. Yes! Yes! I did it! All right, let's not get too excited. Yes! Give me 10, Norton! Everyone can eat shit! A big bag of shit! I'm the greatest man! In the world! Woo! That was a quick recap of the Live Saga. If I had to break it down. That was great. That was great. I appreciated every minute of that. That was good. <laughs> Started out real hot, you know. And then We don't negotiate with terrorists to... How much money is that? Yeah, we'll take it. We'll take some of that. Though I will say I was hoping I should have told you because you said you were working on that. My favorite tweet yesterday is a George Bush one. Like you were like uh that video where he's like, We don't negotiate with hostile terrorists. Now watch this drive. And he <laughs> pipes one down the middle. That was it was so perfect because that was literally what happened. Like that that little encompass, all mm-hmm. that that you did. It's too good to make up, and that's why I love sports because it's the greatest storyline you could never write. Right. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Oh, shit. It'll be interesting to see, man, uh, the next major. What is the next one? U.S. Open. That's next week, right? Next week. Yep. 
Oh, it's going to be a shit show. If the USGA had some fucking stones, they're pairing a live guy and a PGA guy. Like the big names are getting paired together. Rory and Brooks. Yes. Phil and Tiger. Wow, Tiger. Right, but like pairing the big guns together. uh, Yeah. Just let's let the fireworks begin, man. Like, let's see what fucking happens. I'm all about it. Oh, I can't wait. Cannot wait for it. Absolutely. Slight transition. Yeah. And the only time we'll ever talk about this sport. Well, we have maybe one other time on this pod. I sent you a screenshot today. Yes. Is Messi the dumbest person of all time? I mean, we just said take the money. So, yes, but no. Three years. Three years. Mm-hmm. $1 billion to come kick a soccer ball in Saudi Arabia. And he said, nope, I'm going to Miami. Yeah. yeah. That blew my mind. Mm-hmm. Three years. All the money we're talking about, all these guys, all the, yeah, that's nothing. No. When you get to the world's game. Yeah. Well, yeah, we talked, didn't we talk like this transfer fee a couple weeks ago? And I was kind of being like, man, that's just astronomical amounts of money. And then, oh, wait, that's not how much the players are getting. These numbers are bigger than those transfer fees. And these players are getting them. Some other guy just took like a bag for $645 million to go play in it. Now, I I heard his reasoning, and he didn't want his wife and daughter there, which, which I get. Because again, because yep. they're not great people, <laughs> and he doesn't want to be away from them for three years. And that guy has already made a fuckload of money, like legitimately a fuckload. Uh, so. I, I'm assuming he got some ownership stake in the MLS as well, and he's trying to kind of like grow that. Also, where would you rather live, Saudi Arabia or fucking Miami? Yeah, I don't know. Um, probably Miami just because I love America, but um, Abu Dhabi seems pretty sweet, or Abu Dhabi, right? Like that's mm-hmm. yeah, that's the that's the Emirates. I don't even know. I mean, that's all the same shit, ain't it? I don't. Think the United Arab Emirates are part of Saudi Arabia? Maybe not. Then the UAE. No. Um, but yeah. So I so I understand that. That being said, also like the, the the league that they are signing these players to, like they rank soccer leagues. Yeah, which I find fascinating. Uh, yes, and this Saudi league is essentially, you know, the Southwestern yeah, Amateur Baseball Conference. Yeah. Like, it's awful. So, right. he might kind of be saying, like, look, man, like, I'm not not going to degrade myself to that just for money. Yeah. I I don't know. I mean, yeah. He, he is, like, the one of the greatest soccer players ever. Yeah, and you know who owns the Miami club, right? Uh, it's uh, Beckham, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So... Yeah, I don't know, dude. It's it is it's crazy. I just I just honestly saw a billion the, dollars. 
Yeah. It's hard to comprehend. Absolutely. It's hard to, it's hard to, it's hard to understand a being offered that and B having the fucking spine to fucking walk away from it. Right. Like, wow. Good for you. Yep. Jetta is not, uh, that's, that's where I was thinking. Uh, That's Jetta. That's, that's in, uh, Saudi Arabia. Because the WWE was just there. Yes. Yep. And all all the women had to wear full clothes. They couldn't show any skin other than their face Correct. while they wrestled. Correct. Right. So, again, like, so is that where you want your wife and daughter? Living no. For three years? No. So. Uh, there's also a couple Argentinian fans from the World Cup that we might remember. Do you remember them at all? Those those girls who, like, flashed? Yeah, they just took their they just took their tops off, let freedom ring in our Argentina for yeah. the World Cup. Yeah, did they get a little bit different. I don't know. I think they where did. was the World Cup? Wasn't it in Saudi Arabia? That's what I thought. Yeah, so maybe they probably got they're probably dead. <laughs> Shouldn't be Who laughing knows, about huh? that. God damn it! Moment of peace. Moment of silence. Son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, that took a turn, huh? <laughs> Yep, because it's probably true. No, actually, yeah, like jokes aside, that's probably true. So Mm -hmm. let's stay out of Saudi Arabia, but we'll take their money. We'll take our money back from them for the oil. (laughs) So that that ship has sailed. Um, Speaking, sticking on money train here. Yes. I got a lot of money things to talk about. Let's cook. Do you see the NCAA football stuff? Yes-ish. Enlighten. I think I know what you're talking about, but... So we had talked about it a while ago, and I said the players weren't going to get shit. Mm-hmm. And I was correct. Yep. The EA Sports offered them each $500. Okay. But I did look, okay, uh, 11,000 players. That's a lot. So that 500 bucks. That's $5.5 million. Mm-hmm. NCAA 14... Sold 1 million copies, $50 a piece, so $50 million. So $45 million. I mean, they, they're trying to make money, too. They're a for-profit well, yeah, business, they right? Develop, uh, they have to develop the game. Right. So in all reality, they're offering 10%. So that's pre- roughly 10%. That's pretty solid. I mean, that's pretty Absolutely. solid kickback. Um, But a lot of the big-name college, like Caleb Williams, is like, oh, I don't care, I don't care, and I've seen all this stuff. Best tweet. I saw all day was like, I used to love having QB number seven dominate and win the Heisman. I could care less if you're in the game. Mm-hmm. Like who gives a shit? Then somebody was like, dude, I used to mail uh, memory cards across the country so I could download real rosters. Do you think I care if you get your $500 or not? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, just crazy. So they're boycotting the players. Essentially, yeah. some are. There's some kids that are like, hell yeah, I'll be, I'll take five hundred bucks to be in a video sure. game. Who gives a shit? Right. Yeah, I think it's that's one of those. I'm I'm overestimating my worth in this situation scenarios. Yeah. Right. They don't understand like how much money that game is or isn't making or whatever that might be. Right. It's not Madden, Right. You know, it's not a franchise that's been running for, you know, years and for crying out loud, like when they got sued and essentially we're told they can't use 
you know, the college, they shut the fucking game down. Right. Because it's not as big as Madden. Right. I don't, I don't even know how fucking big Madden is anymore. You know, it's not, it's not COD, right, that no. makes a billion dollars in a weekend. Yeah, I think Madden's still the top grossing sports game probably until mm-hmm. until that comes out. I mean, people still love it. I don't, it's just, yeah, I don't know, dude. It's just crazy to me. Yeah. I knew that shit would happen when we started paying athletes. For sure. But here's the deal. There's not going to be, I, I mean, I don't care how much money I ever make, but there's not going to be a lot of times in my life where I don't think I would say no to $500 for literally doing nothing. Correct. Like, hey, I just want to give you 500 bucks. No, it's okay. I'm good. That's yeah. I don't think that's a thing I'm going to say. Probably not. No. So, just wild to me, man. Yeah, just wild. Agreed. agreed. Sticking on football games. Yeah. Madden cover athlete got announced today. Thank God it wasn't JJ. <laughs> yeah, you believe in that Madden curse? Yeah, I was, I don't know, a little bit. Okay. You're superstitious, dude. Huh? Are you a superstitious dude? Mm, Stupidly superstitious, like, with stuff like that, like the Minnesota Vikings, right? Okay. Especially. I just was like, well, if he's on the cover, there it goes. Like, that's going to be the downfall. It's just how things work around here. Yeah. You know? Um, I think the Madden curse has gone away pretty much. I mean, I think it's been a while, you know, Mahomes has been on it twice recently. Yeah. Brady's been on it twice in the last couple of years. I, I think it's gone. Mm-hmm. So, um, but all in all, I just was really surprised. I know I text you about it cause I really did think it was going to be JJ. That was the big talk. So Interesting. shout out Josh Allen was, was JJ a finalist? Do they announce that crap? They used to have people vote on it. Like you could vote. Yeah, wasn't one year like that fucking running back from Cleveland who had Dane Hillis was on the cover. Yeah, he had like one good year and then made the cover of Madden. Yeah. That <laughs> fell yeah. off a fucking cliff. Yeah, back to Arkansas. And I think yeah, he, he almost drowned this year, actually. Saving oh. his kids. Right after the DeMar Hamlin oh. thing. Yeah. Jeez. He was he was in cardiac arrest too, but he was trying to save his kids from drowning in the ocean. But holy shit. How do we not, I think he's good now. How do we not talk about that? Yeah, I don't know. You know, I think we're just kind of stuck on DeMar. Huh. Um, Peyton Hillis. Let's look for a Peyton Hillis update. Yeah, let's make sure he's okay. You know, former Madden cover athlete. Guy was jacked. He had some great-looking fucking arms. Yeah, he did. Uh, he also... Probably one of the best college backfields of all time in Arkansas. Yeah, I don't know. It's just a lot of just a lot of Peyton Ellis. So I'm assuming he's alive. So shout out Peyton Ellis. All right, shout out. Yep. Did you did you care at all about the Madden cover? I had alerts set up on my phone uh, and some Google alerts, so I got emails and Twitter alerts. Um, yeah. I'm kidding. I, I don't fucking care. I haven't played Madden uh, outside uh-huh. of, like, Jack being into it now. Yeah. And, you know, I'll play him once a month. Nice. You whooped up on him pretty good one time, remember? He, yeah, he's beat me once. 
Oh, he has he, beat Dad. He did beat me once. Yeah, got me once. Uh, what was that like? Was he cocky about it or no? A little bit. That's fine. Yeah, no, that's cool. I just, yeah. I just didn't know where, where he was at with that. Yeah, no, I'm uh, trying to think. I think he had me as like the Falcons. Yeah, me, Dad, be the worst team. Yeah, I'll be the Chiefs. Yeah, and he he was a good team, and I mean every fucking play, like my guys dropped every pass. It was it was getting to a point where I was like, what is happening? Come yeah, on now, come like on. they're NFL players, right? They're not going to be wide open dropping passes that are hitting them in the hands every right. time. But whatever, it's video games. Uh, man. He did Peyton Hillis did make a hundred percent recovery? So on that for you. Thank goodness. Yep. We were all very He's worried alive. about that. Yeah, I was losing sleep. Yes, I just saw the picture of uh, Brandon sleeping, too. <laughs> so good. Laid also, out. Nick looked like he could fall asleep at any second. He got, he was hammered. <laughs> yeah, I can tell. Played golf with him like two days after that, and uh, he's like, "I don't remember what I said." And I, I had to tell him all of this. I told him all the stories that he said yeah. out, and he was like, "Oh, oh, oh, no." Uh, yeah, I was like, "Look, like none of them are bad." Yeah, they're funny. Well, yeah, no, they were good. There was nothing bad. Like, yeah, it's not like he was doing anything to other people. You know, like no, they're just hilarious stories that happened to him. Essentially about himself, all of them about yeah. himself. So I don't want to ruin the pod for anybody who hasn't listened, but there's some good ones. The <laughs> second hour, first hour was good, but I happened to listen to it at an hour drive down, an hour drive back today. The first hour was good. I was in traffic. I was fine. And then on the way back, I was just like constantly like, because you can tell, like, you guys kind of took off. I did like the subtle jabs, Chuck. He throws some jabs in there, like, oh, geez, you know, like, it's not stop, dude. Like, I was dying because, like, they're all everything is very, there's a lot of inside, especially in that first hour. Uh, right. But as I'm like editing this and listening back to it, I was dying laughing because it felt like every 20 seconds somebody was just throwing a subtle shot at someone. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, Apropos of nothing, you know. Oh, sure. <laughs> yeah, just chucks at the three of you for him being out of the loop on everything was fucking great. And, so good. And the reason, just, like, I'm dying at that is he's the guy who gets so pissed off, like that he's always out of the loop. Yeah. <laughs> anyways, yeah. anyways, uh, we're getting off tro- off topic here. You t- tell me about this kid jumping off a cruise ship. Did you do the videos? No. Or no. Okay, I'll have to find it and send it to you. I don't know when it was. There was some stuff that maybe it was a while ago, but some 18-year-old kid, his friends dared him to jump off a cruise ship. And he did, into the ocean. And they're like, grab the buoy, grab the buoy. No, they never saw him again. Um, Are you serious? He's dead? No. Well, I'm sure he's not Tom Hanks in it. Fucking castaway. I'm sure he's food. So... There was another video, this guy who works like some large, like uh, uh, container, shipping container, cruise ship, you know? Yeah. Freight ship, whatever. Uh, he was like in the same area as that cruise ship, like they said, where he jumped off or they lost him, right? This part of the whatever sea. And this guy took chunks of chicken to like the top highest part of his ship 
and threw them into the ocean. Hundreds of sharks in seconds just come up to these chicken chunks. And he's like, if you're wondering what happened to the kid that jumped off a cruise ship, and he throws the the chicken off the side. So fish got to eat too. And if you're going to jump off the side of a fucking cruise ship, you're going to die. Uh, I always think back to Bart Clayton always, you know, he's got two young boys. Hudson's probably about Jack's age and mm-hmm. Carson's really probably around Jocelyn's age. And he would always say like, how do I make sure that my kids don't do dumb stuff? Like how do you make sure they make the right choices? You know, like there was a video a while ago and people said it was from WeFest. Like a kid apparently ripped his eye out and ate it. And he was like high on, LCD or LSD or whatever drug, whatever. Somebody dared him to rip his eye out and he fucking did it. And then the camera comes over, but it wasn't actually a wee fest. It was just one of those things that kept going viral. It was some like party in Pennsylvania, whatever, but he did it. Like some 18 year old kid was high on drugs and ripped his eye out of his head. And then some 18 year old kid was like, they're like, jump off the side of the cruise ship. And he did it. And I mean, I remember the dumb stuff that I did at 18 and listening to you guys talk, you know, you guys did dumb stuff, you know, yep. got drunk and went to the hospital, race yeah. wheelchairs. Um, but respect. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> it just, it just is a mind blowing thing. Like, I don't, I don't know how you, you control a human to make sure that they yeah don't do something, but shout out shitty friends, you know? A hundred percent, a hundred percent. I don't know the answer to that. And this is not a parental advice, uh, podcast, but like, I know from my, from my perspective, I totally expect my kids to make mistakes. Yeah. It's just a, trying to help them understand, like there are some mistakes you can't make, right? Like you can't drink and drive and kill somebody, yeah. right? Like you're not right. coming back from that. You can't, you know, like it's helping them like understand severity and weight like you can fuck around and you know do dumb shit but you got to make sure people aren't getting hurt right or you're not hurting others right and uh, yeah i don't and then you just got to hope for the best man like at a certain point their life is theirs right and there's nothing more you can do you know i don't know yeah. i don't know i don't i don't know the answer to that i i think about it a lot as well um, yeah, I would like to think I am raising strong-willed enough kids that they would not jump into the middle of the fucking ocean. You would hope, but but you never know. Still time, so <laughs> there is. It's just a scary thing. Just 100%. a scary thing. Speaking of sharks, right? Like, yeah. Uh, did I send you that article of sharks? No. Okay, so. It's it it's really uh, about like how close we are to great white sharks, and we don't realize. Oh, it. okay. So, realistically, like it, it. So what they were saying was like sharks are everywhere, and their population is essentially coming back. And in the Pacific Ocean, specifically California, right? There's like two beaches, and they were just doing a survey, and. What is this? Uh, They said that at two popular beaches, sharks and people swam together 97% of the time. 
Nope. Ninety-seven percent of the fucking time you're in the water, you're near a shark. Don't love that. No. Not at if all. I'm, yeah. No. Zero. Yeah. They and so with it within a shark, it's fifty to one hundred yards. Yeah. And I got news for no you. fifty thing. to one hundred yards for a shark is that's uh, nothing. Essentially, fifteen yards to a human. Like, yeah, they can move that quick, and they come get you. And they're underwater; it's dark. Yep. Like, I I don't know, man. I are you a big ocean guy? No. Like, I mean, I guess to know, like, it's cool. I don't, but you know this. I don't like the ocean, and I don't want to fly over the ocean because of all the things they say that is in the bottom of the ocean. Sure. Right. Like sure. they show all the sea creatures. That shit scares the fuck out of me. Yeah. Like absolutely scares me um yeah i just i don't like it um i just i can't do it jeff i just can't do it i mean so dude they're fucking aliens yeah like some right. there's fish at the bottom of the ocean that have light bulbs on their heads so that's a see. different fucking world yeah they don't need oxygen well our right. version of oxygen right they can live in highly pressurized situations you know like they don't sleep. Like, what are we doing here? You know, like, yeah, why know. would you go in there and like think, like, yeah, yeah I'm just going to hang out? Well, I mean, like, even like, there's stories of like divers uh, in like the lakes of Oka- in Okaboji, especially West Okaboji. Mm-hmm. Like, they've dived down to recover cars or bodies, whatever. And the things they've seen down there make them not want to go down. You know, like 20-foot-long sturgeon or shit like that. It's like, what? what the fuck? You know? So it's like, I think everything, you don't know what's down there ever, no. right? You know, you don't. You have no idea. Um, but I don't fuck with the ocean. I don't. Yeah. I don't like it. It scares the shit out of me. Um, There's monsters in there, man. Straight I don't up. want to do a cruise ship ever nope. unless I can see land the entire time. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just don't like it, you know. I also, I live in Arizona, and I'm from Minnesota, so clearly not uh, ocean big on my spots. I'm I, cool with pools and, and freshwater lakes. I mean, look, I, 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 think, I don't think you're, like, in the minority that's like, oh, no. no, fuck ocean, right? Like, I think a lot of people feel that way. It is a... Scary, scary fucking place that we Absolutely do not understand. Is. And you are out of your depth when you are swimming. Literally. To, to anything that can swim in the ocean, right? I mean, like, it's, they move quickly and they don't have to surface. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, speaking of, did you see that fucking whale? But you saw that whale video. Yeah. What? Kayakers Again. just out there whale watching and one just pops up. And swallows two of them. Yeah. <laughs> like, I know whales aren't are not like you know, they don't have this this bad reputation. <laughs> but man, that thing, it looked effortless how easily it just took down two humans. And I know it wasn't trying to, it was like trying to get all the silverfish or whatever that was swirling around them. But holy yeah. shit, man. 
Holy yeah, they shit. got ate up for a second. Uh, yeah. I did follow the tweet. They did live. They were fine. Correct. Uh, still not kayaking in the ocean. No. Now, how about the guy on the paddleboard? I don't know how many times you watched the video. Did you see the guy on the paddleboard at all? Yes. On the right? He just laid down on the paddleboard. <laughs> <laughs> I was more concerned with what the fuck he was doing because I saw the guy standing on the paddleboard, and I'm like, "What's this guy's game plan?" And he just lays fucking down. His like, safety motion was, "Well, I'm just gonna lay down and hope it doesn't see me." I don't know, dude. I was like, "What's this guy doing?" Like, how do you not um, try to get the fuck out of there instantly? He just, yeah, I'm a. It's a good time for a nap. Yeah, you I'm know? paddling my happy ass off. I'm going to use my paddle to try to swat that fucker if I see it again. It's not going to do anything, mm-hmm. clearly. Um, and then I'm never going to be in the ocean again. Ever. Um, but people on water always um, is hilarious to me. I love watching like people that are on cruise ships take jet skis out for the first time and like ramp them up on fucking land and not know how to stop. Like, Yep. People in panic situations on water. I mean, it just shows like people were not built to be in water. That's why swimming is so incredible. Like right when swimmers are good, I think it's just crazy, but like people weren't meant to be there and it shows in panic situations. Hence the guy, you know what? I'm just going to go down. I'm going to go downward dog here on my (laughs) paddleboard and hope for the best. So give it a namaste. Slap the whale on its ass as it uh, swims by. Jeez Louise. Not on a rundown, but it is a video. And it does kind of involve uh, aquatic animals. Mm -hmm. How about the TikTok I sent to the group yesterday that I said, if I see it, you have to see it? (laughs) That, uh, yeah, as I said, thank you for sending that. You know, I I appreciate the... The thoughtfulness of seeing a human eat, what, what are we calling those, gummy bears or, or Swedish fish? They were like Swedish fish. They were multicolored, though. But. Yeah, out of his ass with shit on his hands. That was great. I appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, literally, I've seen another TikTok of that guy, and like the guy's like, yeah, buddy, let's, let's not fart on our food before we eat it, you know? Um. And then, yeah, I was like, do you guys see his fingers? Like, it, the best part of the whole thing is when he goes, oops. <laughs> Christ. Your algorithm. Your algorithm. Oh, you got a weird, the weirdest algorithm on, it's got to be in history. Yeah, Ton hates it because it's always like rednecks or people like that. It's just, it's great. It's It's good. I don't know what else to tell you. It makes me feel better about me. The Chinese government can take all my information from TikTok, and that's all I need is just some laughs every once in a while. They're scanning your face. They're using your biometrics, and yep. they're going to hack your system, whatever that is. I don't know, Ben, but they're going to do fine. It. They're also so dumb every once in a while when you're scrolling. It tells you to follow people. It it tells me to follow me. So oh, nice. Yeah. So it's like people you may want to follow, and it's it's Ben Sam. So it's constantly. I don't think they really got it figured out yet. It's constantly telling me to follow my brother, who has never put out a TikTok. Yeah, I've never made one either. 
So, which is funny because we used to make vines all the time that came out. You know, you probably remember Vine. I remember Vine. Good Come six, on now. Six second clips. That was the best. But we used to make vines all the time. Like they were never good. Sure. You know, we just usually make one making fun of somebody or something stupid, but we would post those things to the world. But like I'm like, I'm not making a TikTok. That's not yeah. a thing. Yeah. So No. Uh what a world we live in. It's a strange one. For Don't sure. poop on your fingers and eat gummy bears. Please. That's our PSA of the week. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That is our PSA. Avoid that at all costs. And then just be careful when you're in the ocean. Double PSA. Right. Yeah. Double banger. I like that. All right. Double banger. I like that a lot. What do you want to cover next? What you got next? Um, Stars on Mars. Did you see that? Uh, what the fuck is Stars on Mars, my man? So it's a new TV show coming out. Okay. Where they have former athletes and celebrities, and they're living on Mars, and they're doing, like, games. It's like the real-world Road Rules Challenge. I just saw a commercial. I think it's going to be on Fox. And I was like, how dumb are we? Basically, it's filmed in outside of Phoenix, I'm assuming. Right. Uh, it, looks like, it looks like South Phoenix, right around uh, South Mountain, that kind of desert. Uh but yeah, it's literally called Stars on Mars. They wear like fucking spacesuits and shit. Yeah. And they're running around doing challenges. I saw like Ronda Rousey's going to be in it. And I don't watch TV. And I know you guys talked about it with Brandon. Like, I'm the same way. Like, we watch stuff on Netflix or I'll watch sports. Yeah. But there's not like TV shows that are live outside of like Yellowstone. Sure. That I watch. Yeah. And then I see like The Masked Singer or stars on mars and i'm like who the fuck is watching this and obviously people are because they keep making them for sure there's so we are officially at the dumbest consumer rate in the world ever like this is it we're at that period if this if this takes off and becomes a thing which it probably will we are obsessed with celebrities in this country Right, hence Dancing with the Stars and the Mass Singer, and I don't know, pick another one. Right, um, Kim Kardashian and Ray J. Right, like the fact that those are <laughs> uh, that those exist tells you it's going to continue. Let's 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 get a, a a celebrity rundown. So first on the list, one of my most hated athletes, cyclist Lance Armstrong. Yeah, oh, one nut. Oh, we'll live strong. Uh, Ariel Winter, she was the daughter from... Um, the Modern Family? Modern Family. Stacked and racked, so she's ready to roll. Uh, Portia Williams, can't even pronounce her last name. Guabadia? No idea. She's a TV personality. So, oh, me so too. So not a celebrity. Uh, figure skater Adam Rippon? Never heard of him. Yeah, never heard of her. Actor uh, Christopher Mintz Plus Plus, good old McLovin. Oh, that's who that is. Yeah, McLovin. And now I will give credit to this because everything I've seen him in is fucking great. Marshawn Lynch. Yeah, yeah. There's a there's a show on Netflix called Murderville. Okay. I don't know if you you um, you haven't seen it. Uh, no, it's uh, 
it's an improv show where yeah. Will Arnett is he's like the character the the lead he's a detective and they have celebrity guest detectives come in and help him solve a murder and they don't know what's going on and it's all improv like he just tells them like hey go do this go do that and they just they're making yeah. it up and when Marshawn Lynch was on I've never laughed harder in my life really yeah like Marshawn Lynch pretended like it was real Whereas, like, the other celebrities were clearly like, what the fuck is going on? Like, what are we doing here? But he was, yeah. like, he was all in. And he's great in those situations. Uh, Natasha Leggero. Still don't know. Comedian. Although it says actress. Must be that funny. Uh, Richard Sherman. Oh, geez. A little Seattle Seahawks, re, you know, rekindle. Yeah. Uh, Ronda Rousey. To yeah. Tallulah Willis. So I think that's Bruce Willis's daughter. And then okay. singer Tanash. Never heard of her. TV personality <laughs> Tom Schwartz. Again. I think that's a fucking Vanderpump dude. Uh, yeah. I don't know him. I've never seen any of them. But I know their place because when we were in Vegas, like, Ton did not want to go. She doesn't watch that shit. Thank God. She's not into any of those stupid-ass shows, Bachelor, any of that shit. Yeah. Um, but I was like, what the fuck is the line? Because I'm pretty sure it's in the Cosmopolitan, their places. And she's like, oh, that's the Vanderpumps. And I had no idea who they were. She had yeah. to explain it to me. That shit. So dumb, dude. So dumb. Agreed. Agreed. And then it's hosted by William Shatner. Yeah, I did see that. I did see that. So, Stars on Mars, check it out. Check your local listings. Can't wait to not watch that. Yeah, me either. And I'm sure it'll be on right after football, so we'll see it a thousand times this fall. For sure. Well, yeah, it's on Fox, so they're going to advertise it. Advertise yeah. for it all fucking time, all day. Without yeah. No interest. So, you got another... Yeah. Uh, you got another leasing management company horror story or what's going on here? Yeah. So when we wrapped up last week, remember I told you we were trying to move into the three bedroom next door. Yes. Right. Um, it was going to be relatively cheap. I think we we're going to pay like 60 bucks a piece extra sweet getting into it. So I went down on Thursday when we, before we recorded, mm-hmm. got the info. They couldn't send me quotes. There was different things. Like if you move out between this time and this time, our date, to our lease was up August 14th. So if you move out within two weeks, they don't penalize you. There's no like transfer fees or anything. You just move into the new place. Okay, cool. So I was like, all right, yep. Send me the quotes, whatever. Let's uh, so then we can make a decision on what day was to move best. Cause people are moving out in July. Obviously we're going to be home football starting. Uh, we go to camp, all that stuff. So I, I sent a message to the chat line. I was like, Hey, um, can I make an appointment for three o'clock on Monday? Tony will be home. We'll both come down. We'll sign for the stuff and uh, we'll knock this out and, and pick a date to move over there in July. Get back a response in seconds. Sounds good. Got you down for Monday at three smiley face. Okay, cool. Smiley face. So on Sunday we were messing around then we were kind of just trying to look at the floor plan. And we noticed that that apartment number was no longer on the website of like available things. And I was like, Tom's like, I hope they didn't lease it out from under us. I was like, 
Yeah, me too. But I'm also hopeful that they just, you know, said, hey, these people said they're they're going to take it. We're going to take it offline so nobody can take it. So we get down there. We have a new girl who we haven't dealt with before. She's like, what can I do for you guys? It's like, well, I'm pretty sure here we're here to sign for 9308. And, you know, what, pick a day yeah. to move in. And she's like, uh, 9308 got leased on Thursday. And I was like, oh, okay, when? <laughs> she's like, oh, about 4 o'clock. I was like, oh, cool, because I was here at 2.30 and then made an appointment at 3 to come today and sign the papers for it. So wow. just total incompetence. Uh, it just was perfect situation because it was – it's literally right next door. Yeah. Uh, movers to move our couches, dressers, beds, that kind of stuff because I'm not picking that shit up anymore. Sure. It was like 150 bucks for yeah. two guys for an hour. Absolutely. Everything else we could do ourselves, right? It's next door. Uh, so, yeah, it was just like full incompetence of people. It's just – it's not a hard job. Property management is not hard. I don't care. And they make it so fucking tough on themselves. Like, they're absolutely clueless in that place. Shout out the girl who helped us. I told her, like, you're great. She's cut us some deal on some shit. You know, she felt terrible. It wasn't her problem, but she made it her problem and tried to fix it. But, yeah, just unbelievable. Yeah, she's good. But if you work in property management and you listen to this podcast, pull your head out of your ass. Yeah. All right. It's, I can't imagine, like, I feel like most of their interactions are poor with, oh, like, yeah. they're constantly dealing with, like, shit, right? Like, complaints about, you know, my AC's not working, you know, so they're just super fucking jaded all the time. And so when someone walks in and they're, like, normal, they're like, hey, we just right. want to lease an apartment. They're like, uh, you know, their brain melts. They don't know how For to sure. respond. Because you're not complaining that, you know, your packages are getting stolen or, I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Your, yeah. your toilets are broken. Whatever the fuck it might be. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> so, that's it. It's it's no big deal. Sorry, brother. Nice place. No it just was so good. We were excited to host Cod Squad outings in our three-bedroom, you know, and it was like, oh, sick. Then they're like, just kidding. You fuckers aren't doing that. Just so. kidding. So, I mean, like, are you going to end up with one or no? So we're staying in ours for now. We've renewed our lease, but I said, okay, this is what I want. I want to be made aware every time uh, one comes, a three-bedroom comes open in our complex, in our unit, because we don't want to move. Ties right down the hall. That's dope. You know, we don't want to leave this building. We're, yeah. we're the only building that doesn't face anything either. Yep. Everybody else faced parking lot. Like, we face the desert. We have a view. So I said, I don't want to, I, I want to know lease break put into my new lease. And oh, nice. so they did it. So just had to cut some deals. So, but it's all good. It's just like, you know, like when my dad was here, you know, I record in our guest bedroom, which like doubles as my office. Right. So yeah, I just feel like when people are in town, uh, it's nice to have that extra, extra room. That was going to be a full on office podcast studio to, to just be able to be in and not feel like I'm in, intruding on other people's space. Yep. Absolutely. Hell yeah, man. So. It's too bad. But, uh, stupid idiots. Stupid ding-dongs. You ding What do you got? Uh, did you hear about this uh, Air New Zealand? No. It's this, this, the, the, we talked about overweight people. 
for a couple podcasts. <laughs> Shout out. Shout out the patties. Um, yeah, Air New Zealand is going to ask passengers to step on a scale before they board international flights. They insist that they are not being nosy. They can opt. You can opt to not be weighed, but I'm trying to find like why they're doing this. Um, they're requiring. Well, I'll tell you why, Jeff. Yeah, planes can only hold so much weight, bud. Correct. Correct. So, yeah, people so are getting fatter. They're asking people to yeah. So the, the airline weighs everything that goes onto the plane, including cargo, except passengers. So now they're going to start weighing passengers. No one gets to Maybe see your we weight. Should. No one gets to see it. So, like the 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 person who asked you to step on the scale isn't looking. So what's the point? It just goes into like the computer system, right? Yeah. So they, you're not going to get charged more or anything like that, but they're just checking, like you said, right? Like they can only carry so much weight. Um, what's that? What's the girl? Ciara, no, not Ciara. Uh, some singer. Lizzo. Nope. Some singer died. Uh, flying recently. Like no, God, like ten years ago, twelve years ago, flying to Jamaica, and like the pilot was like, "We can't carry you, your entourage, and all your luggage," and they're like, "Fuck it, we're going." And of course, the plane crashed because it couldn't handle it. Sick. Yeah, I can't remember their name, but yeah. So. I don't know. I mean, would you would you opt in or out? Well, lucky for me, I don't fly Air New Zealand a whole lot. Um, also, I am obese, so I probably have to opt in. They ask how much you weigh, and big dog, I'll be like three bills, no big deal. Uh, move along, three bills, three X. Get the fuck out of my face, all right? Um, but yeah, you know. I think that it's great. It's really going to fight the anti, like we talked about, like the seat should be wider. No, you should be slimmer. Okay. I am, I got a gut, but I'm a pretty good shape fat person. Like seats aren't too small for me. Sure. Yeah. Right. Like I'm not getting on an airplane. Like, well, I wish these were a little wider for my fat ass. No, that I'm not there yet. Okay. Um, Let's try to keep it that way. So yeah. Just yeah. I think when I start to health. complain, <laughs> about the the width of the airplane seat yeah then i will then i'll make some life changes okay um that seems fair uh but yeah i think it's a i think it's a good counter act to the to the woke fatties i think and i like it i like it i don't understand it at all like if they're not going to look at the scale what the fuck's the point well, hey, that, we got to make sure your bag doesn't weigh 50 pounds but no, we're not no, going to no. look at the, it the 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 flight attendant or whoever's asking you to step on the scale isn't looking at your weight, but it is going into the computer system and in cal- like calculating the total tonnage of the airplane. Right. Does that make sense? I think it's probably for the manifest. So when they're like, oh, there's a 645-pound female on here, we can't find her. Well, she's at the bottom of the ocean. It's all about the manifest. <laughs> It's all about the manifest. Yep. We got to have a good manifest in order to fly. So those papers are important. Those papers are important. So, so Apple. Yeah. Unveiled a new product. Yeah. 
Yeah. Provision. You going to wear those nerd goggles? No. Why not? Number one, $3,500. Number two, I don't really get it. Like, it was like, I want, like, I can have 10 TV screens on at once inside my nerd goggles. I don't, I'm not really understanding. I didn't really watch a whole lot. I was like, what the hell? I just really loved, like, the people retweeting the Apple tweet, and they were like, for $3,500, I better be able to insert anything. There's a lot of creative answers, some that I don't think I'll share on this pod, but you can look them up on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I just thought it was wild. It's like the first new Apple product in a long time, too. So mm-hmm. kind of been stuck on iPads, iPhones, and iMacs. Watches. So, oh, yeah. the watch, That watch is probably the most recent thing, huh? Yeah. So. Yes. Um, yeah. That's just not a world I want to live in, man. No. Right? I don't want to be walking around or sitting around with fucking that shit on. Whatever the no. whatever the point of it is, right? To have so what? You're sitting in a room with like six people, and you all have one of those on. I don't. Right. Uh, yeah, I don't understand that concept. I'd, it, I'd rather, as you've said, right? Like I'd rather take in reality. I know I'm looking at a TV screen, but at least I can like see the people next to me and talk to them and interact with them and know that they're looking at the same thing as I am. You know. Yeah. Not to mention you're going to look like a huge fucking dork. Huge. Um, And who knows what. Yeah, like imagine sitting next to somebody who's wearing them and like you're watching a game and you think they're watching a game, but they're watching porn. Yeah. Like how weird would that be? That would be weird. Incredibly weird, right? Yeah, I don't get it, dude. I don't get the I don't get the VR stuff a lot. I've seen some like pros for like sports training, right? Like the baseball stuff, and like I know that there's some football programming out there where like helps you like read a defense and whatever. I just don't get the obsession of constantly trying to go somewhere where we're actually going nowhere. Yeah, is what I guess I'm getting at. For like, sure. Why, if you want to watch TV, just fucking watch TV. You yep. want to play vids? Go play vids. You don't have right. to do seven hundred things at once. No, nope. like your brain can't even function. Yeah, so. it's too much. It's too much. Like you should be trying to scale back. That being said, yeah. I I look forward to spending thirty five hundred dollars on that. Go cool, all fucking try yours then. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't get it. Uh, you know, but you're gonna see them. You're gonna see them out yes. there. Yes, you is. Uh, shout out Jack. Yeah, you know, he uh, he helped us fuel our gambling addiction a little this week. Boy, <laughs> I'm gonna tell you something. I'm glad that didn't hit. Same. Because oh. that would have been a problem, and I would have felt bad about using your kid. I wouldn't have. If he's picking winners and he doesn't know, like, that's the thing. It was kind of blind. I, it, hey, who you think is going to win tonight? All right. How much you think they're going to win by? Yeah. Book it. Right? So, like, <laughs> yeah. You didn't know. Essentially, no. Essentially, Jeff and I 
have a ton of money in my FanDuel account from the March Madness stuff. And I sent him, I'd done a rundown. Uh, I sent him how much money he had left in the account. And then we got, I got a bonus for the NBA game, but it had to be on a single bet. So I said, yeah, I was like, Hey, what do you want? You know, you want to put this on something, split it five bucks a piece, whatever. <laughs> and I ended up, deciding to tell Jeff to ask Jack who was going to win and by how much. And I put $10 on a boost of exacto score nuggets by six, yep. uh, which was going to be 10 to win. I think 300, I think we we're going to get mm-hmm. 150 a piece. Um, would have been a nice little payday. I wouldn't have been upset about it. Um, but yeah, it didn't hit. And I, I think it was actually Nuggets were up by six at half, and they were up by six at the end of the third quarter. And I was like, <laughs> what's happening? So, but Jack watches way more basketball than Jeff and I do together. So Correct. it seemed like the only fair way to use that. Correct. We could have done it another way. We could have probably, okay, by six. So we could have probably, you know, moved the line, won some money, you know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. He had, he had just as good a chance of picking that. Is either of us did. Correct. So. And I would have, honestly, I'm not, I mean, I'm not mad that it missed. Not, I know I said I'm glad it didn't hit. I would have probably just lost my fucking mind and been texting your child somehow <laughs> every morning, getting I'd, a little rundown. I'd have given you his Facebook Messenger username. That would have been <laughs> hilarious. We that just, would have been so good. We just add him to the picks. Yeah. On the weekly yeah. segment. <laughs> Jack, get your shit in. Give us your pick. Get, hey, get your pick in every Sunday morning. I was trying to find a little a box score here. But, um, yeah, I mean, it was it was great. I, I thoroughly enjoyed the rush of having Jack pick. Yep, Nuggets were up six at halftime. 57-51 at the end of the third. They were up eight, I guess. So right there. But, I mean, yeah, it was right. in line. That's close. Then they pissed it away. They lost by three. But, oh, God. Would have been wild. I kind of felt bad. I told Ton about it because we were together on Sunday. I was like. She didn't know. About or she didn't know. I, I don't feel bad. He thought it was cool that I was asking him. And I never told him what it was about. So yeah, neither here fair. nor there. I think we should we should we should have Jack pick at least one anytime touchdown score for the boys this weekend Ooh. or this year. Like he picks four. I bet I bet he do better than we think. <laughs> Probably he's gonna pick the mainstays, which is fine. You, you know what I mean? It'd be like Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, Josh Allen probably run one in. Yep, yep. absolutely. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Did you hear? What? That, like Gen Z is having like a sex recession. I don't even know. I, I don't know when the Gen Z timeline starts. So well, how old are those let's, kids? Let's look that up first. Uh, what is Gen Z? So, uh, sorry, age range. Apparently, I got to type that in. Uh, so born from 97 to 2012. 97 to 2012. So what the hell am I? 
Well, when were you born? 91. Uh, you must be a millennial. I don't like that. Why wouldn't millennials be kids born in the 2000s? Millennials are 81 to 96. Who comes up with these things? I don't know. I'm Gen X. Yeah. I've also been like they, I've also been like put in this like medium generation that like straddles X, like Gen X and millennials. I don't. That's weird. Bottom line, I don't give a shit. Is Uh, that a thing you all do or just you? (laughs) No, like they classify essentially like people my age or around my age who were, who grew up without technology, but then were also young enough when technology kind of took off that we were part of like early adoption. Right. Right? Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. I said, no, who was all doing the straddling is all I was asking. I'll straddle anything. That's fair. Hey. No, I didn't. I didn't know that. Um, <laughs> you didn't know Gen Z was going through a sex recession. Strange. No, I didn't. Uh, so yeah, I, I, as somebody who coaches Gen Zers, though, um, I could see it. Yeah, they all have dumbass haircuts. Uh, they say some <laughs> stupid ass shit. Uh, love them, but boy. Uh, they're all bringing back like the bowl cut, dude, and I don't get it. Uh, they yeah, all have it. I don't get it either. Like flaring the hair out of the hat and yeah. shit. It's it's something. It's something. Yeah, yeah. They're just apparently not having as much sex. That's good. Young kids need to quit having babies, so maybe that'll turn us around. Hey, so. that's a positive spin on that. That's yeah. right. I like I that outlook. Should, you know, I think we should tax dumb people for having babies too. Part of the platform? Yeah. When you run? Okay. Yep. IQ yep. test to have a baby. Yep. I think that should be a mandate. Yeah. Okay. For sure. President would eliminate order. a lot of problems. Executive order number one. Yep. Yep. What's no more IQ, dumb people. You're getting sterilized. <laughs> <laughs> you want population control? You got it. <laughs> Oh, That's shit. wild. How'd you find that fact? Were you looking to? <laughs> I'm not gonna say that. No, uh, I no, I, I uh, as part of prep, I like Google weird news stories. I literally, just Google like weird news stories, and that popped up one day. And I'm sitting here going, "Huh, ain't that some shit?" It is interesting. When did um, when did like 18 year olds stop being interested in sex? I mean, because I don't know. That was pretty much all I could think about. Yeah. No. <laughs> For sure. That's literally <laughs> it. Um, chasing anything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, what was literally. That? Was she interested? Yeah. <laughs> no. All right. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> you? <laughs> all right. Yeah. Uh, I'll settle. What else we got? What else we want to cut into? You said you had something about MLB TV. Yeah, let's save that one because I want to wait okay. till there's some court cases that are going on that I want to see how they shake out just to see kind of where that all, all right. comes down. But it'll be Building a good talker when we get there because essentially Bally's 
sports network yeah. is going bankrupt and they're not paying people anymore, which could lead cool. to like a reduction of blackouts, being able to watch like games online, all that shit. So, nice. Anyways. Well, I'm glad I pay $110 a year to, to watch MLB games. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's fun the fun the league. So there you go, good for you. Yes, sir. Well, uh, I don't know. You want to hit some bets? Let's yeah, let's cook. Let's cook on those. Let's cook. Let's push those. I am on a cold streak, so I went over three again. How about yourself? Same. Let's oh, go. Lovely. Let's go. None of those. But hit. this week, no. Man, I was hopeful. I know. Shocked that plus 20,000 didn't hit. Yeah. I was also, when I was looking back through our bets to kind of see like where the money went and who had the money in our, in our group. You remember the PGA championship when I tripled down on John Rahm to win at dollars a time? Cause I was like, well, here's a fucking retirement plan. Yeah. He's in 70th place. He's going to win. He's going to win. He didn't. I uh, just, I just happened to see those bets again. I was like, God, you're so dumb. So dumb. You're committed, though. I well, I tell you what, I'm still going to blame Mez. I know we really took it personally that day when you and I were making. He's like, like I have any control, but he was literally. <laughs> you remember that? Rom yeah. was hot, and then Mez sends a text, and he goes, "Here comes Rombo," and then the guy gets to 16 and slices the fuck out of the ball four fairways over. Thanks, Mez. Yeah, and I was like, no, oh, like I had any control over that. I was like, okay, calm down, calm down, calm down. Clearly. But it was his did. fault. It was all Mess's fault. Exactly. Exactly. The one who doesn't smile shall always be blamed. He smiled on a picture today. I uh, it's kind of a half smile I saw it on Instagram. So he's like. Uh, With his family, no, he smiles. Okay, I don't want to be at the park. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather be playing video games. Yeah, no, I saw that. Well, if we're going to get back to even, this is the week. This is the time to do it. Yep. I'm sticking. I'm betting golf. Okay. I'll lead us off. All right. My double up. My double up. Plus 100. The People's Prince. Sahith Thagala. Top 20 finish. Top 20. Okay. Plus 100 like that uh my double up i'm adopting your strategy in some fashion trying to find a what feels like a a safer bet or one that you can just you know like you say double up i'm going vegas money line plus 100 love it love it um i also decided if we're gonna win money i'm i'm done betting on 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 favorites so no more minus odds on this pod Love that. Only plus odds from here on out. Love that. So, um, kind of doubling up on Sahith, the People Prince, but uh, special for the RBC Canadian Open. Shane Lowry and Sahith both to finish in the top 20, including ties, plus 250. Love that. Uh, I am going, oh, shit, I didn't put her odds on. Uh, I think it's plus 255. Uh, UFC fight, Irene Aldana. She's the underdog, plus 255. Like that. Main event. Like that. It's a women's fight, too. You like that. You yeah. like the dog in the main event women's fights. I'm taking that's, your strategy, That's where money my man. is made. 
That is where money is made, my friend. Right. That's right. Um. So last but not least, a little bit of a stretch, but we got to have one. Yep. We got to reach for something. Plus 1,100, Terrell Hatton, Cameron Young, and Mr. Altice, Matthew Fitzpatrick, to all finish in the top 10, including Tice. Wow. Like it. Like it. And my longest odds of the week, Heat, Moneyline, and over 210, plus 311. And that's... For tonight? Nope. The game that happened? Nope. It's on Friday night, I believe. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, no, no, not for tonight. <laughs> that game is over, Ben. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not that big of an idiot. Yeah, I just I uh, yeah. I'm feeling that. I think I think we got a series. I think it's gonna be a little back and forth. Hoping I so love it. at least. Uh yep. yeah. And off we'll go. Yeah. I love it. Good shit, dude. Good shit. You bet, brother. We spent a long time talking golf. Sorry to anybody who is uninterested in that conversation, but it's big in this world. All right, it's big in this world. Yeah, yeah. Probably another recap coming at you next week too. So yeah, maybe we'll learn more. I'm exactly. hoping we'll learn more by next week. Exactly. So, and maybe it'll fall apart, and we'll get to recap all the tweets of PGA Duncan on Live. God, that would be something. Huh? <laughs> be nuts. It'd be nuts. Yeah. Um, from me to you. Thank you for listening. It means a lot to both Benito and I. I uh, hope you all have a fantastic weekend and enjoy yourselves, indulge, and get back to even. Ben, do your thing. Hey, Amen. Appreciate y'all. Keep grinding. Happy Friday. Live it up. Please like, comment, share, subscribe, unsubscribe, rate five stars, subscribe again. Be good, everybody. Whatever you do, back to even. Why you gotta be up in my business? Please leave me alone. I ain't being rude, swear that I just like my privacy. It ain't nothing wrong if you choosing not to ride with me. I got a sidekick, you know how Batman Robin be. Oh, Bonnie and Clyde, my feelings is down to rob. I just say the word, the dog is jumping the fence. I ain't say a word, the shorty say give me this. Oh, that was your girl, she screaming my government.